0: Welcome to the Be the Love Podcast, brought to you by Vocal Coalition. We're so happy to have you.
1: The revival has only just begun.
0: Welcome to the Be The Love podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Bartia, and it is so nice to be back. I took a little break from the time-intensive project of making podcasts as I was finishing my high school education. But I hope that you are doing well, or as well as you can be right now, and also that you've been getting vaccinated, if that is available to you, Actually, I would love to hear from you how you are doing. Now that I'm on my summer break, I should theoretically have more time for the podcast. So I would love to hear any of your thoughts about the podcast, responses to what I or others have said, what you like listening to, suggestions or questions you have, topics you're interested in hearing a youth perspective on, ideas for special edition guests, constructive criticism. I would greatly appreciate any of it. So you can fill out our very short Google form, the link for which is in the description, or you can engage with us on social media. Our handle has changed to at voco choir. The other thing is completely self-indulgent and unrelated to this podcast, but I would greatly appreciate hearing from you any advice or stories you have for me as an individual about to venture into the real world whatever that means. Lately, I've been trying to learn about the life stories of the adults that I know and the wisdom they have gleaned. And if you're comfortable sharing anything of the sort with me, it would mean so much. So as you might expect, I've been feeling quite sentimental lately. So instead of my usual dive into somewhat heavy topics, I just wanted to reflect. One thing that I've noticed in myself lately is that it feels strange and very much like a formality when people congratulate me for graduating. In every store, I see gift and greeting cards with little blue owls wearing hats saying, congratulations, grad! But whenever I talk to people, the conversation isn't about the pride there is in graduating, but the process of passing a milestone in life how I feel about the end of my quote-unquote childhood, and how excited I am for my postgraduate plan, which for me personally is attending a university. There's no sense that I've accomplished anything, except for my admission to a college. And to be honest, that makes sense. When it comes to high school graduation, I've been set up for success, I've attended a well-resourced school with a notably high graduation rate and come from a relatively stable home life and a family without barriers to education access. I am in no way a statistical outlier. So when others don't praise me for my accomplishment in graduating, they're just recognizing that fact. On the other hand, Individuals who do come from the many varying circumstances that make their high school graduation a complete and utter defiance of the odds absolutely deserve to be celebrated and have their names sung from every rooftop with all the recognition and praise because they have achieved something truly incredible – And I hope that those individuals do get that praise and are met with a profound sense of accomplishment and admiration. Celebrating me with the same congratulations as those who are the statistical outliers seems to devalue their accolades while awarding me for doing the bare minimum. It reminds me quite a bit of receiving participation trophies as a child, since I was a connoisseur of participation trophies in athletics myself. I know that participation trophies are a weirdly controversial issue, I'm not sure if people still have as strong a feelings about them as they did when I was a small child, because let me tell you, my teachers had me read many an article about the looming threat of the participation trophy. I am not a child psychologist, and I'm not weighing in on that issue at all. I simply remember from my own experience that it felt strange to receive them because my peers were getting these accolades for their athletic achievements, And I was getting a medal for being there. Medals that I felt I didn't deserve and that belittled those of the kids who were actually very talented. Ultimately, it felt kind of meaningless. And that's quite jarring to consider. Have I really spent my entire life working to earn a participation trophy? to check a box? Because even with all the resources I have, for which I am incredibly fortunate and grateful, so much of it has felt intensely difficult. It's often been a battle to make it through the year, the day, the minute, the second, to hang on, keep breathing for just a moment longer. There are so many times where I felt it could have all just slipped away. Personally, much of my high school experience has been deeply impacted by chaos and loss. Loss of experiences, of security, of faith in the narratives that used to bring me comfort, and of life. I find it invalidating to try to extract arbitrary meaning from tragedy because everything happens for a reason, or to posit why some people are here and some aren't. Those are questions that my high school diploma certainly cannot answer. However, the knowledge of loss brings the understanding that nothing, not even the most basic entity of life, Is a guarantee. Of course, I am not a statistical outlier for being alive at 18, but I can also acknowledge how randomly and unexpectedly that could change. There are factors that play into that to increase or decrease those chances for everyone, Race, socioeconomic class, gender identity, sexual orientation, disability, brain chemistry, where we live, how we've been raised, our choices, etc., etc., etc. But ultimately, that state of survival is up to chance. And if survival is such an unknown, so fleeting, so chaotic, sometimes so difficult, then isn't the very fact that we are here. Cause for celebration? I feel like I constantly hear the temporary nature of existence referenced when being told to live every day like it's your last and carpe diem and that sort of sentiment, but not when taking the time to appreciate how amazing the fact that we are currently alive is. Perhaps that's because sometimes it's exceedingly difficult to believe that being alive is amazing. Perhaps I just don't get out very much. But seriously, the fact that we have fallen into the circumstances necessary to grant us life in this moment, in addition to the courage to exist through all the overwhelming aspects of existence, is mind-boggling. As someone who has spent a large fraction of my life questioning my breath's worth, being able to breathe is an insane ability, even if it isn't unique. And if mere survival, the literal bare minimum of life, can be so taxing, then if on top of that You are doing something so proactively and prolonged as going through grade school, notwithstanding how common that is, is an incredible feat. Regardless of whether or not you receive an actual trophy for it, there is nothing wrong with celebrating your participation in something. I find that a terrifying concept. Because if I celebrate the basics, the things that don't make me special or don't make me an outlier, not only does my accomplishment pale in comparison to others, I could suddenly extinguish, all motivation to improve, forgetting my aspirations due to complacency, destroying any work ethic, and not fulfilling my obligation to the people around me and to all the work that needs to be done to get our beautiful planet and everyone on it to a place where chaos and loss is more unexpected than expected and where disparities in resources are not defining factors in life. But the flaw in my reasoning is that celebration is not a scarce resource. There's not a limited supply of celebration that we have to conserve for later, or compete with others for, as if their accumulation of celebration depletes our own, knocking us down in the ranking to the dreaded place of not first. We're allowed to celebrate our most remarkable accomplishments, And we're also allowed to celebrate fulfilling what seems to be a basic expectation of us. Likewise, someone else's more impressive achievement does not render ours undeserving of pride. We can acknowledge that someone else is more impressive than us and applaud them without negating our own worth. And we can examine our flaws and work to improve upon them without negating our own successes. I often fall into the trap of separating the world into black and white. Learning to allow myself to indulge in the grey and to struggle with the discomfort of contradictory concepts being true at once has been, and I'm sure will continue to be, a significant part of my development as a human. And this is a fantastic moment for me, and for anyone, to practice being the love through seeing the gray. Regardless of where we are in our lives, we can appreciate milestones for how unimpressive they are, and how impressive they are, at the same time. A small example of how being the love to others and being the love to ourselves don't have to be separate entities. It is okay to celebrate. Thank you so much for listening to the Be The Love podcast. Send us your thoughts via the Google form in the description. Subscribe to us on your platform of choice and make sure to leave us a five-star iTunes rating and review. Follow us on social media at V-O-C-O Choir. Our website is vocalcoalition.org. And now, please link arms with us in spirit and join us in singing our anthem, The Revival by Emma Beckler. Until next time, always remember to sing out the love, even through the hate. Our minds are our
1: weapons are- repairs to the
0: I said I would keep it kind of light. I did almost go on a rant about how capitalism impacts our idea of scarcity and then decided not to. But I mean, as one great Secretary of Treasury in American history said in a musical about him, just you wait.